tell you, Madam Speaker, we are going to reinforce the law enforcement officers to make sure that homosexuals have no space in Uganda. <laughs> Pastors at Steadfast Baptist Church, now based in Watauga, have a history of anti-gay rhetoric, and that continued on Sunday when Pastor Dylan Oz gave a statement calling for the execution of gay people. This is audio from part of that sermon. They should be convicted in a lawful trial. They should be sentenced to death. They should be lined up against the wall and shot in the back of the head. That's what God teaches. You woke. Time to get up. Welcome to Thought Your Woke No Speed Limit Podcast. I'm your host, Alvin. I hope you're having a terrific day. Um, I'm doing, today you might see the same shirt because I'm doing several podcasts at once. Uh, but they will come out at different times. Uh, today I want to talk about a very difficult subject that just came up to me yesterday. Uh, people have been talking about it for a while. Uh, and since it's Pride Month, I said, let me go ahead and just uh, talk about it for a minute. I've never really on my show talked about the LGBTQ community. Um, and I have to be honest as to why. As a black heterosexual Christian man who's raised in the traditional Christian society, I did not grow up understanding homosexuality or do I even claim to understand homosexuality. Just by me disclose, uh, disclosing that here on the air, I can get myself in trouble. But I don't care because honesty is the best way. The best way to show love is to be honest. At the same time, I don't disrespect people because they are gay or they're part of the LGBTQ community. Uh, I don't want to do that. I see so many people do it all the time. I know we have conversations here in my, you know, in my family and among Christian people about homosexuality and our belief uh, that homosexuality is against the will of God. But I have to come against stuff that I'm seeing. As you know, recently, the uh, uh, country of Uganda, which is no different than like 32 other countries in Africa, has come against homosexuality. They have written a law basically outlawing homosexuality. It's probably the most draconian. You can get 10 to, to, to lifetime in jail for being a, a gay. Uh, the lifetime comes with the possibility of the death penalty if... They can prove that you either forced or coerced someone into homosexual activity. Um, and it also begs the question, when we get to this whole idea of sin, um, you know, the, the fact that po people don't understand is that what comes behind the law is the fact that now we're finding out, you know, we always talk about the colonizers influence on Africa and on Asia and other parts of the world that aren't Europe. The colonizers are have influence this because they put money into making this law happen in uganda there's a news report out uh several news reports out of how these christian organizations got together put their money together and gave this money to uganda to make sure that they made this particular law today i want to come against that as a christian i i, I just cannot stand up and let that be uh stand as something good in our community because we as christians fail now, I'm going to do this because this is what pastors and churches, some churches, not every church, have said. And then others are silent on it. 
other churches are silent on it because it's a difficult subject for in the Christian church because according to Christian morals, homosexuality is wrong. And I'm going to give you the first passage, one of those passages that uh, as a Christian, we often hear in church and why people feel the way they do. So I'm going to go ahead and read it. It is from Romans 1, chapter 1, verse 18 through 32. And this is one of the rare times I do something like this. I'm going to read it. I'm going to try to break it down as we go. Okay. First passage. And I'm using the NIV version in case anybody wants to know. I know there's some people who have all these different beliefs. Like, oh, you know, the King James is the only version of the Bible that ever existed. Well, that b version of the Bible is only 400 years old. So there are other versions of the Bible before that. But I'll stop there. Um, this is a trans another translation of the Bible that is, to me, more plain English. Okay. So like I said, I'm starting at verse 18 in Romans chapter 1. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godliness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. And I'm breaking that down. Basically, we ignore God. We decide that, you know, hey, God, what, whether he exists or not, you know, I'm going to do what I want to do. For since the creation of the world's God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. In other words, your actual nature is to know what is good and what's evil, what is creation and what is not. It is you who, in, in you, it's already there. You were from the point of time. That's because of this whole belief in Adam and Eve and Adam knew God. So we know God right? You have no excuse. You know what's right and what's wrong. And so here it goes. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Basically, it's like, I don't have to do, I don't have to live by God's law because this is from the Jewish belief in, you know, the laws. I don't have to listen to what God has naturally ordained us to do. I can do whatever I want to do. This, where this thinking line comes from. But I'm going to read the rest of it. Although they claim to be wise, they become fools and exchange the glory of immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being, birds, animals, and reptiles. Those are idols, you know, like idol gods, idol images, money, cars, video games, women, Things that we decide that are more pleasurable than actually honoring or following God. But see, here's the thing about this passage. We're, all, we're always told that this is because this is the vileness. You know, when we talk about the vile, they aim it straight at homosexuality. When actually God's talking about more than just that. And I'm going to give you a reason why. But let me continue to read. Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Amen. And what I'm trying to say here is we are more concerned about materialism. That's why we, you know, as a church person, this is something we talk about, how materialism has degraded the world. You may hear this phrase that money is more important than God. God said in the Bible that the root of all evil is the love of money. Not money itself, but the love of money. And that's the same thing here in this passage. 
it's talking about idols that we put above God, above anything else. Because we love those things, we will do things for those things that are not congruent to what God's law is or the love of other people. Because of this, God gave them over to the shameful lust. Even the women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way that men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Now, this is where the pastors will sit here and say, that's why they get AIDS. That's why they do this. And that's why this is happening. And yada, yada, yada. I can't blame AIDS just because that's a sin. Uh, AIDS is something that not only gay people get, heterosexual people get AIDS too. It's passed from contact, sexual contact, right? So, well, it started in the gay community. It may have, may not have. Scientists say it may have started in the gay community. We know that it is transmitted through sexual contact. So then people who are, who are having sex, regardless whether they're gay or straight, end up contracting this disease. And people also get it through blood transfusions and other body fluid exchanges. So we can't say that's the only reason that this disease is out there. But I'm going to go on with that because people don't understand there is a penalty for sin of any kind of sin. And I'm going to get in trouble for saying that. So I'm going to read the rest. It says, furthermore, just as they did not think in world worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God. So God gave them over to depraved minds so that they do what ought not be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. Greed, greed, lust for money, power. You don't care how you treat other people. See, this is not just about that one issue. There are pastors and politicians, corporate leaders who have no moral values towards the people that they are over the people that they take money from they only think about their money in their pockets it's not just about homosexuality they are full of envy murder strife deceit malice they are gossips slanderers god haters insolent arrogant and boastful they invent ways of doing evil they display di disobey their parents they have no understanding no fidelity no love no mercy now see that incorporates everything but somehow Somehow the church pastors of the church have decided the wrath of God is coming down on homosexuals. And here's the last passage. Although they knew no God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. Then the pastor says, see, they're worthy of death. They're worthy of destruction. There was actually some pastor that said that gay, gay people should be lined up and shot. Incorrect. Because the next passage, you know, the next passage that I'm going to read you is from Romans 2. And I'm not trying to sit here and make you a Christian. I'm trying to give you an understanding text. And maybe I'm talking to some Christians out there so they can understand that there is something that you must understand as a Christian that does not, you are not a part of a fraternity. You are not holy, nor are you divine. You are human. And you're only saved by Christ. If you're a Christian, that's what we believe. You're only saved by Christ. You, you cannot save yourself. You are not divine. You have not been given some special ability because you're now a Christian. Yet the Christian community is acting like that, right? They're not acting out of a place of God. They're acting out of a place of fear, hate, and lust for the power and strength to be in control. But here we go. Here's that next passage. Romans 2. The part that nobody reads when they make that, that other statement. 
You therefore have no excuse, you who pass judgment on someone else, for whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself. Because you who pass judgment do the same things. Know we that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. So when you, a mere human being, pass judgment on them and yet do the same things, do you think you will be escaped God's judgment? Do you think that by making draconian laws against other people because of their sins, it's saving you? Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance, patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to rep repentance? Therefore, loving God and loving his people leads to forgiveness, regardless of what we have done. So regardless of whether you're gay, whether you're straight, regardless of whatever, that's the truth. So what it says here basically is you're judging people like you have a right to do it because now all of a sudden, oh, I got saved by Jesus. Now now that gives me the power to judge you. That gives me the power to, 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 to make draconian laws against you. You're not acting in God. You're acting in fear. You're not acting in love. You're acting in hate. I'm going to read this right here. But because your stubbornness and your in in repentant heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the days of God's wrath when his righteous judgment will be revealed. Wrath. God will repay each person according to what they have done. To those who by per persistence in doing good seek glory, honor, immorality, he will give eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and who reject the truth and follow, the, follow evil, there will be wrath and anger. There will be trouble and distress for every human being who does evil. First for the law, then the, for, the, for the Jew, then for the Gentile. But glory, honor, and peace for everyone who, who does good. First for the Jew, then the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. No favoritism. He says first for the Jew and first for the law because the people who write this are Jewish. But they don't mean first as in Jews come first and then the Gentiles. What they're just saying is... The Jews at that time were the ones who practiced of God. Gentiles were just coming into that, right? But at the same time, God says he shows no favoritism to anyone. That means regardless whether you're straight, whether you're gay, he loves you equally and he will judge you equally. That's what Christians should believe, but we don't walk in that. We're not walking in that right now. We're making draconian laws. We're going to stop homosexuality. We're going to stop sexual sin. And you're still doing all the dirt behind the scenes. You're still doing all the stuff you're not supposed to. The very people who are making the laws are sinful, lusting for power and money. They're corrupt. And they will be judged upon what they do. We live in a society of people who think, well, I can do this and get away with that. No, so what? we should live in love. We should always walk in love. And no matter what a person is or does, see, I shouldn't do anything to hurt you and you shouldn't do anything to me. Now, you do have a right to protect yourself against being personally hurt or, or your family from being hurt. Or if you see others in trouble, trying to get them out of that trouble, you have that right. But you don't have a right to judge them. You don't have a right to do harm to them because they're a sinner and so on and so forth. Because guess what? You are, too. And I'm going strictly from Bible passages. I'm sure there's going to be some people who's going to try to correct me. They're going to send all kind of put all kind of notes on this. I'm just being brutally honest about what the law says and what the Bible says. Now you want to look this up? It's Romans one, Romans two. Read the whole thing. 
I'm just giving you how I feel about it. Guys, this is a long post, and I just want to say I love you. And I brought this up because it's not only Pride Month, but I started thinking about my uh, uncle. Uh, he was adopted as a child. He was a part of our family. He never knew his family. Uh, growing up, his, his brothers or his mother and, and things like this. You know, people say, well, homosexuality is something that's learned. I don't know if it is or not. I know that he didn't know his brothers and he didn't know his mother or his father. And all of them were gay. And he was gay as well. Uh, all I knew, he was with my loving uncle. He loved God. He sung in the choir. He uh, attended church. But he was gay. And, I, you know, I, I never could understand that part of his life because of who I am. And what I was taught in my life. Uh, and that's something I can admit. But I never hated him. I loved him. I try to seek understanding in everything. I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and let them live their life. And that's what we should do. But we don't do it. This is one of those shows that's hard for me to make. Because, <clears throat> sorry folks. When I was 13 years old, my uncle was killed. Victims of crime, just like anybody else. Maybe it was his lifestyle, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Let me pause here. Okay. So, um, like I said, when I was 13, my uncle died he was killed i know this is personal pain and uh, i'm talking about something my family probably wouldn't want me to discuss but we loved him he was our uncle regardless of what his lifestyle was to us or what we understood and sometimes because we didn't understand his life uh we didn't give him the love that he should have gotten i have friends who are also gay and or LG, members of the LGBTQ community and I don't want them to ever feel that that they can't come to you when they have problems or or situation I know there's always going to be something I don't understand maybe I can find somebody that can find the right answers for them uh, and that's what I want us to say today I want us to love people and understand that we too are capable of evil that we too are not exactly perfect that we are not exactly right but that we have salvation through jesus christ that we all have salvation through jesus christ and that's the only way that we have that salvation and we have that that god has given us that avenue now there will be those who say oh don't give me that christian stuff okay well i'm not going after you i'm talking to christians specifically right now because we are on that thin line right there you know we do things. We we we're into pornography. We're into homosexuality, and we people in the closet. And people ain't saying nothing. We're into cheating on our wives or our husbands. We're on the cheating on our taxes. We're 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 not paying our employees proper wages. We're creating draconian laws because we hate people called the color of their skin. Yet we're sitting here trying to make laws against other people because of their sins and we're not righteous ourselves folks thank you for watching today's episode of thought you awoke no speed limit podcast i hope you thought today's show was both informative and entertaining uh we love to know how you feel so please make a comment below also like share and subscribe if you have not and y'all have a wonderful day i've been listening to thought you awoke no speed limit podcast